You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on Zoomer Radio. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Visit Wales. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Which country was the first to have a pathway along the entirety of its coastline? Wales. The Principality of Wales has some of the most spectacular cliffs and coastal scenery anywhere in the world. Welcome to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. And this week we are exploring Wales, perhaps the greatest secret wonder of Britain and a gem that really shouldn't be overlooked. It's a land of scenic beauty, heritage and history and the people are warm and welcoming. Wales is where I courted my college sweetheart amidst countless romantic castle ruins, coastal cliff-top trails and breathtaking mountain vistas. And as a result, a carved Welsh love spoon still hangs in my home and Wales holds a very special place in my heart. And joining us today to tell us all about this wonderful country is Rob Jones, International Media Relations Executive for Visit Wales. Welcome back to the Travel Show, Rob. Well, Chris. Um, I'm just saying thank you in my native language of Welsh. Oh, it's such a lovely lyrical language too. And when you and I were last on the travel show together, I was actually in Wales with you to celebrate the centenary of uh, Dylan Thomas. That's correct. Um, quite a few years ago, and one of our notable poets in Wales as well, who is quite world-renowned, um, based in Swansea, of course, and then there's the lovely boathouse that he has um, in Larn, and obviously people may be aware of his notable work, like Under Milkwood, etc. Um, so, yes, very, very famous poet of ours, and we're very, very fortunate to have him, um, which also the other famous Welsh people that we have, some of your listeners might know of and heard of, are the likes of Richard Burton, Anthony Hopkins, Tom Jones, Shirley Bassey, and Catherine Zeta-Jones as well. Wow, that's, that's quite a list. And I always think of Wales as a land of, of legends and poetry and song. It is. Um, we're quite fortunate in Wales because we have our own language, Welsh, and which is my first language. And with, with that it goes a vast amount of legend and history and heritage and culture um, from our 641 castles to our traditions like the Eisteddfodau, which is a singing, reciting and dance competition that goes back into the 11th century and the tradition of the poets and the bards still go on to this present day. Um, this year, for instance, the Eisteddfod will be taking place in the first week of August in the capital city, which is Cardiff, and it's a full week of fun facilities, as mentioned, of singing, poetry, song, um, recitation, crafts, etc. So it's quite unique to Wales, and it's all held within the Welsh language. So it's a tradition we try to keep, um, not only um, for history, but also keeping our very own Welsh language alive. Um, which fortunately a lot of people um, want to learn about and um, learn the language as well. So into the traditions of going back to our schools, the, people, the children today are wanting to be taught through the medium of Welsh. And so it keeps that sort of history alive. Yes, very much a, a living language these days, which is wonderful to see. And Wales is, is a land of legends too, including dragons, which are, of course, the symbol of Wales. 
Well, of course, um, your listeners may be aware that on our um, national flag is the Red Dragon of Wales, and that is our main symbol. Um, so, and in, in regards to that, we have a vast amount of history um, within Wales and lots of tales. You can go back into medieval times or even further back then to go to talking about the Druids and the Mabinogion, which is uh, the Welsh mythical side of Wales. And there's every area of Wales that you go to, there's a vast amount of history, even if you're just visiting a small little um, village or you might be visiting an iconic building. There's mm. always some history or myths surrounding it. And listening to maybe over a campfire or maybe over a pint of Welsh beer, some of the locals reciting the myths and legends of the local area can be quite thrilling and quite spooky at some time as well. <laughs> yes, when those mists creep in from the sea. <laughs> oh, when talking to the sea, of course, many of the Welsh tales often involve the, the seas around Wales. They do indeed. And this year, as part of our Years of themes, is the Year of the Sea. And we're celebrating our 870 miles of coastline that Wales has to offer. And of course, with that, um, with the vast scenery and the great product that we have around our coastline, there is a lot of myths and legends. Um, One that I was taught of when I was in the school was the the myth and legend of Cantre'r Gwaelod, the lost um, city of uh, Cantre'r Gwaelod, which is in the Cardigan coastline. Um, basically, it was a, um, a fort that was um, out at sea, but it was uh, near the coastline in those days. And um, there was a keeper of the gate who used to lock the gate of a night time because of the high tides, etc. And his name was Cythenin. And there was a party one night and um, lots of merriment. And sadly for Cythenin, he drank rather a lot too much Welsh ale and forgot to close the gates. And the sea rose and it flooded the, the, the town and village of Cantred Gwaelod. And nowadays, um, when it is low tide, a very low tide, you can see the tree stumps emerging from the sea of that lost town as well. And it sometimes has been told as well that if you're walking along the coastline on a very, very quiet, still summer's evening, you can hear the bells under the sea chiming away from the, from the lost town. Oh, so wow. again, you can either believe it or not. But, <laughs> um, I tend to be a bit, bit, bit of a believer in that tale. I think when you're in Wales, you have to be. And a special year for Wales this year too. It's the year of the sea, isn't it? Exactly. As I mentioned, um, we have started as Visit, as Visit Wales um, doing promotions in round of years of. We started off um, a few years back with our year of um, adventure, ad, um, highlighting all the adventurous things you can do in Wales from walking, mountain biking, zip lining, um, coast steering, etc., etc. And then last year was the um, year of legends highlighting all the different legends, etc., that Wales has to offer in every nook and cranny of our wonderful 
country. And then this year um, is the year of the sea, so highlighting the, the coastline. And um, not only just the coastline, but what the coastline has to offer in terms of the product from food, from great accommodation to fantastic attractions and all the adventure that you can do along the coastline as well. And all the things going inland from that as well, because you're not, wherever you are in Wales, you're not too far away from yeah. the, the coastline, even if from less than an hour's drive you can be on the coast. And and what I love about travelling through and around Wales is it is such a rich and diverse country. There's so much to see and do. Oh, goodness me. There's a vast amount to do in Wales. I always tell the journalists and, and visitors that I meet that come into Wales, they'll all ask me, Rob, can we do this? Can we do that in Wales? And the answer is always yes. <laughs> There's anything and everything that you want to do, you can do it in Wales. Because um, there's a vast amount of things to, to see if you want to stay for like the accommodation if you want to stay uh, go camping and stay in a yurt or to go to five star accommodation or even if you just want to go to like a nice little cafe have a cup of coffee um, anywhere to like five star Michelin dining um, it can all be done in Wales and it's um, quintessential so- castle country too isn't it Oh, goodness me, yes. As, as mentioned, we've got 641 castles, some of which you can stay in. So oh. if you want to sleep in a castle, yeah. you can come to or experience a medieval banquet. You can do that as well. Um, a lot of people all... Um, in this day and age, especially with um, what's happening in the royal family this year with all the weddings that they're having, people want to get married in a castle quite romantically as well. So that's something else you can come to Wales to do if you are a true romantic and um, get married in one of our lovely castles that we have to offer. Wonderful. And so many beautiful gardens, as fascinating mining heritage. Oh, goodness me, yes. Um, for instance, in terms of the mining, you've got the, um, the big pit, um, National Museum in, down in Brynavon in mm. South Wales, um, which um, reenacts the coal industry. And you get to go on the tour with an actual miner that used to work uh, um, at the mine. Or you can go up into North Wales where slate was mined and also experience that as well. So you can go experience how a miner worked in the slate industry and also the coal mining industry. So that, again, you get to go back in time and experience what life was like in those days because that was our main industry, was mining. And from the mining, that's where you've got the tradition and that's where we've got over 200 of them now of the male voice choirs as well, which is something, again, as Wales is known as the land of song, Again, this is where they they were resonated from, is the choirs, because the miners used to be going down in the mine, and as they were working in the darkness, they would be there um, to keep themselves company and the spirits high. They would sing, and oh, that's how uh, the Welsh choirs were formed. And those wonderful... During, uh, the collieries, etc. Yeah, those wonderful voices. We, we're going to take a quick break here, but just tell us the, the website to go to to find out more. For more about your holidays in Wales and other information, go to www.visitwales.com. Perfect. Coming up, we're going to explore the Year of the Sea and we'll be joined by an ambassador for Visit Wales who is an inspirational seafarer. She was the first Welsh woman to row across the Atlantic Ocean and that was only the start of her adventures. Croeso is the Welsh word for welcome. Welcome to our epic shores. We've been preparing, imagining how you would discover us on a kayak or a sailboat, cruising through our coastal communities, past beaches and inlets, and bottlenose dolphins in the harbour. And it's all been leading to this, to 2018, our year of the sea. It's time to find your epic 
at visitwales.com. Welcome to the coastline of Wales. Now what's Welsh for thank you? Listen up, Canada. Did you hear? Listen Up Canada is changing its name to Hearing Life. The signs on the outside might be changing, but our staff, our dedication, and expertise remain the same on the inside. We are proudly serving over 200 communities across Canada with one simple vision to help more people hear better. A free hearing test could be the difference between living and living out loud. Because at Hearing Life, your hearing is our expertise. Visit whoishearinglife.ca. Did you know that Natural Calm Ionic Magnesium is the number one selling product out of 7,500 natural health products in the U.S.? Natural Calm helps with sleep, muscle pain, migraines, and heart health, and it is highly absorbable, better tasting, and the most loved form of magnesium on the market. Get yours today where natural health products are sold, or go to naturalcalm.ca for information and a free sample. Natural Calm. Proceeds go to organicsfororphans.org. When I started my business, I didn't know how big we could grow. Luckily, my HSBC relationship manager, Stephanie, she did. My biggest surprise was just how much my bank would factor into how big we'd get. We think bigger, so you grow bigger. And with our relationship managers working to help you grow in Canada and beyond, realizing your potential has never been more within reach. Search HSBC Business to discover how we can help your company grow. HSBC Bank Canada. Together we thrive. Hey, Zoomer, get happy. Stop and smell the roses. Order two scoops of ice cream instead of one. Wear your birthday suit even when it's not your birthday. Call a long-lost friend. Walk barefoot in the grass. Read Zoomer Magazine and shake up your life. Celebrate 10 years of Zoomer Magazine with our body issue. Available now. In celebration of Zoomer Magazine's 10th anniversary, we invited Canadian associations to nominate their most inspiring members. And we got some amazing Zoomers. Like Martin Hunter, a former math and computer science teacher who enjoys the thrill of bridge. Since retiring, he competes nationally with the Canadian Bridge Federation. He lost 80 pounds and met his life partner. Keep your mind and your body sharp, he says. This is one way to reinvent aging. Let Zoomer show you more. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Visit Wales. Seeing the world through your radio. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Where will you find over 100 beaches and the most blue flag beaches in Britain? Well, along the coastline of Wales. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, where this week we're exploring Wales in the year of the sea. There's so much to celebrate. Those blue flag beaches, which are the international standard of excellence, promise the cleanest and safest beaches with excellent facilities. Family-friendly beaches offer wide stretches of golden sand to cartwheel across, dunes to picnic in and waves to hop through. There are fossils to find, rock pools to explore and wildflowers to identify. Plus, pretty seaside towns offer quaint accommodation and, of course, wonderful seafood for the perfect seaside holiday. Joining us today is Rob Jones from Visit Wales. Thanks for all the stories you're sharing with us today, Rob. 
You're very welcome. There's more to come as well. Absolutely, because we are welcoming for this part of the show Dr. Ellen Half-Davis, Year of the Sea Ambassador. Thank you for joining us today, Ellen. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's great to be here. Well, I think, first of all, you should tell the listeners a little bit about yourself because you've certainly got a passion for the sea. Yes, I am a bit of an ocean-going addict um, since becoming the first Welsh woman to ever row across the Atlantic Ocean um, and then becoming first uh, part of the first all-female crew to row across the Indian Ocean. So I really feel I've got the, the sea salt in my blood now. Well, I don't think so. I mean, I run marathons, but I can't begin to imagine the determination required to row across an ocean. Yeah, it, it certainly requires a certain type of stubbornness, um, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, the Atlantic crossing took us 77 days right. and the Indian crossing took us 78 days. So um, it sort of uh, does require an element of stubbornness to <laughs> to persevere um, along. But also, um, I think you, you sort of really find yourself out there on the ocean and it's just an opportunity to be really true to yourself. Well, I mean, you're the perfect person, of course, to be an ambassador for the Year of the Sea because the sea is inextricably linked to the Welsh identity, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's a really, I mean, for me, it's combining my two loves and two passions, you know, being being Welsh and, and also the sea. So it's slightly ironic that I grew up in uh, a very rural agricultural area up on the mountains. So the sea wasn't part of my day-to-day life, it has to be mm. said. Um, and it sort of uh, required for me to go all over the world to sail and do my rowing for me to then go, ah, we have this amazing <laughs> coastline all around Wales. And uh, I'm sort of discovering it for the first time in some ways. Um, Rob, just, just to come back to you for a second, what, what can visitors actually enjoy in this year of the sea? Well, as mentioned, there's the, the, we can go on walking on our 870 miles of coastline here. Um, also do some uh, fantastic adventure, maybe going out coast-steering along the coastline. Um, even go dolphin watching and seal watching. That's a really, really good aspect of the Year of the Sea that one can do as well. And also in terms of the walking, there are fantastic accommodation, great restaurants and cafes to explore and wonderful attractions. Um, there's many, many notable castles that one can visit and even you've got one of the turrets you're looking out in the estuary and the sea shores as well so a vast amount of things what someone can do really fantastic ellen the the volvo ocean race is coming to cardiff in in may and june this year and i know that's a central event around this year of the sea yeah, I mean, for me, it's hugely exciting to have the Volvo Ocean Race come to Wales in the fact that it really puts sort of the eyes of the global mm. map on Wales and putting Cardiff up there with, with really great global cities um, in terms of, you know, other iconic ones. And, and so to sort of bring all the attention of the serving world to Cardiff and to highlight the beautiful Welsh coastlines is amazing. Yeah, it's really the ultimate sailing marathon, isn't it, this this ocean race? Yeah, no, it's, it's a sort of such an iconic one. Um, it's got such a great heritage that goes back to the UK, of course. Um, and it's one that is very addictive to watch. And, I mean, for me this year, it's even great that we have, you know, uh, Blood and Morn from Wales, who's mm-hmm. sailing, but also the changes in the rules allowed for women sailors even oh, to really? be on all the boats as well. So it's made it exciting on, on numerous levels uh, for that reason. So what's actually happening in, in Cardiff while the ships are in port? 
so there's going to be a huge amount of entertainment there. The race village will be opening from the 25th, and uh, there'll be opportunities for people to come down, watch some inshore sailing. There's lots of events talking about the heritage of Wales and the coastline and events, uh, really exciting events on the 30th, talking about women and Welsh women and their yeah. um, sort of connections with the sea. So there's daily activities and inshore races uh, to watch. So it, it's an all-go event. That'll be a good time to be in Cardiff, for sure. But in any, Absolutely. any time is a, is a good time, of course, to, to be in Wales and to be connected to the sea. And, and you, of all persons, are, are so well-placed to, to tell us about the water sports uh, activities and options available in Wales. Yeah, the, every single water sport you can imagine. And it's only not just restricted to the coastline, to be fair. I mean, if you look at where I grew up in Bala, we've got the white water rafting, which is one of the best whitewater rafting opportunities in Wales um, and then the coastline that allows for kite surfing co-steering uh, stand-up paddle boarding uh, just absolutely everything uh, and sailing of course well you say you you're brought up in Bala and that is one of my favorite parts of, of Wales the, uh, the the reservoir the lake there is is so gorgeous and the scenery around it is so beautiful Oh, it's stunning. And you can go from the coastline to the mountains, you know, within um, you, you know, within an hour or two, you can be from the top of the mountain to uh, the, the coastline, which just gives a very unique opportunity, I think, in that regard to, to have both uh, coastline and mountains within touching distance of each other. Yeah, Rob, I mean, this, this is what Wales is all about, is, is that you're only minutes away from mountains or lakes or, or the seaside in, in Wales. That's very true, actually. So whatever your interest, even if you want, for instance, you could be up um, Mount Snowdon in the morning, you could be lying on the beach in the afternoon. It's that close. So you could spend time in the, the countryside and within less than an hour, you could be on the beach. Um, so you're not far away if you, from the best of both worlds, really, within Wales. Um, I tend to say, like, Wales is your oyster because you can do everything and everything in one day um, in terms of if you wanted to be in the countryside, walking up a mountain, being in the, in the depths of the countryside, to going on the sea. And, you know, it, it's, it's all there within an hour, regardless where you are. You know, something I've always wanted to do uh, in, in Wales, talking of, of kind of water activities, and, and that is get into a coracle. And uh, I think you should explain to, uh, to our listeners, perhaps who don't know, what a, a coracle is. Yes, um, based down in um, Cynarth, um just to the west of Wales, um, near Newcastle Emlyn in Cardiganshire, um, a coracle is a small, um, very, very small boat that only sits one person and you've got a paddle. And basically, they were used on the rivers, like the River Tawy, for instance, um, in Carmarthenshire, um, where there'd be two of them and there'd be a net between two of the boats. And that's how the fishermen, the, the, the um, river fishermen, would collect their their salmon and trout um, by holding a net between the two boats and so it was a very quick way of um, getting fish from fresh water fish from out and catching it rather than sitting there all day with a fishing rod which most of them used to do but that it's a coracle is a very very small one-man boat um, I hard to describe it really without um, it's most, I think, it's not like a canoe at all, but it's it's a round um, boat. It looks a lot more difficult than a man. canoe. <laughs> yes, it does. It does, and and there's a lot of skill in terms of its manoeuvring with this one oar, etc. Yeah. But um, there's a great skill in it, and especially if you're trying to paddle the oar and catch fish at the time, 
is a great skill and obviously um, the tradespersons that did it years ago were fantastic in that because that's henceforth they were able to catch all the local freshwater salmon and trout etc. Very very Welsh again. Thank, thank you Ellen. Ellen have you got uh, more grand plans for, uh, for another great adventure on the sea? Yeah, so I'm, I'm very hopeful to get the sponsorship together to do around Great Britain and Ireland this year. So that's an iconic race that's yeah. only done every four years. So it takes in the coastline of the whole of the UK. Um, and uh, would love to be able to be on the start line of that race, um, which, um, yeah, that starts in August and uh, is certainly very high on the, on the list of things I, I hope to get out there and again take more of the sort of UK coastline um, experiences that I, I you know can compare to all my worldly sailing experiences after. Wonderful well good luck with that and thank you for bringing us such a, a salty taste of the year of the sea in Wales. This is definitely the year to come to, to Wales for sure. Yes, absolutely. I highly, highly recommend everybody to visit. To find out more about the uh, the touring routes, activities, beaches and more in Wales, do go to the website visitwales.com. And also check into the Chris Robinson Travel Show website too. In the destinations section, you can find lots of information about all the places that we're covering on the show today. Rob is staying with us as we uh, come up. We're going to savour some delicious seafood, seaweed... And more as we discover the cuisine of Wales. Croeso is the Welsh word for welcome. Welcome to our epic shores. We've been preparing, imagining how you would discover us on a kayak or a sailboat, cruising through our coastal communities, past beaches and inlets, and bottlenose dolphins in the harbour. And it's all been leading to this. To 2018, our year of the sea. It's time to find your epic at visitwales.com. Welcome to the coastline of Wales. Now what's Welsh for thank you? Summer's almost here, and that means more work lunches on the patio, more impromptu meetings outside, more closing the deal on the golf course. This summer, enjoy the stunning Huawei P20 or P20 Pro with the world's first triple Leica camera. Get it now for $0 after eligible trade-in on select two-year share-everything-for-business plans and get a free Huawei tablet exclusively at Rogers while supplies last. The summer of more events, on now at Rogers. Visit a Rogers small business center or rogers.com slash more for biz. Conditions apply. Think saving has to slow down when you retire? Think again. With Meridian's five-year GIC at a highly competitive 3.5% interest, your money keeps working while you do whatever the heck you want. Write a novel. Write a jet ski. Write a novel while riding a jet ski. Go on one of those silent retreats like the one I'm on right now. And let 3.5% interest keep your money working. Meridian, enjoying the heck out of your retirement. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Dignity Memorial understands that a funeral is changing as people live longer. Dignity Memorial can help you pre-plan your celebration of life, like they helped David Kravitz pre-plan his. I found the Dignity Memorial staff to be very sympathetic, but more important, very creative. Dignity Memorial makes it easy. I didn't actually finalize a plan. I started a process because in my case, I'm hoping that a lot of the people that are going to be there haven't been born yet. And of course, I'm talking about grandchildren. Pre-plan your funeral with the help of Dignity Memorial and celebrate your life the way you want it to be celebrated. It's essential that the family has input because I want it to be our event, not just my handed down instructions. CARP members save 10%. Learn more at DignityMemorial.com. 
My plan is to blow past 100, which leaves me plenty of time for this memorial event to occur. Dignity Memorial. Life well celebrated. Hear that? That's the sound of heavy rain making its way through cracks in your foundation, dripping down the walls, and flooding your newly finished basement. That... That's the sound of flood water backing up the floor drain, fountaining out of your drain cover, and covering your laundry room in sewage. If you don't like the sounds of a basement flood, find out what you can do to prevent it. Go to toronto.ca slash basement flooding. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Visit Wales. Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Is lava bread a loaf that is baked in a volcano? Well, no, it's a delicacy in Wales that isn't even bread. It's made from seaweed. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This week, we're exploring Wales. In my opinion, a tourism treasure not to be missed. Traditional Welsh cuisine is very authentic. Fresh vegetables from the garden, fish from the rivers, lakes or sea, and meat from the family farm. The Welsh have guarded their culture well, and its distinct cuisine is available to visitors wherever you go. You'll find cosy local restaurants, restaurants with fabulous views or that sit right on the water. And you can also find fine international cuisine as well. Getting our taste buds tingling for a visit to Wales is Rob Jones from Visit Wales. Welcome back, Rob. Thank you. And I'm delighted that we're also going to be joined in this part of the show by Sean Roberts, Director of Loving Welsh Food. Welcome to the travel show, Sean. Thank you very much. Well, Sean, cuisine, of course, is so much a part of today's travel scene, isn't it? It's really important. I think when you go on holiday, you know, you want to try something different, and that's what food tourism can do. You know, you go to a place, you try some food or drink that you've never tried before, and that's, you know, it's great, and that's what we do with Loving Welsh Food. We're promoting food and drink to all the visitors who come to Wales. Yeah, it's part of the travel experience itself. And I mentioned lava bread. Can you explain exactly what it is to listeners? Well, I love your description, first of all. Um, It's an edible seaweed. So lava means seaweed. And basically, we gather the seaweed from the shores of southwest Wales, and it's boiled and boiled until it turns into a paste. Uh, It's very similar to the Japanese nori that's used, you know, for sushi, where they dry their seaweed. We, We cook ours into a paste. And traditionally, it would have been eaten as, as part of a Welsh breakfast. So you'd have bacon and eggs, and then you'd make little oat cakes with lava bread, the seaweed, and oatmeal. Uh, in Wales, we have lots of land which is suitable for dairy and livestock, not so much for grain and crops. So, but we could grow a lot of oats. So lots of our recipes have oatmeal or oats in them. So the lava bread cakes are made with oatmeal and lava bread, and you cook it in the bacon fat. And it's a fabulous Welsh breakfast and very good for you because um, lava bread is full of iron, minerals and uh, nutrients. Wonderful. So you're even eating healthy as well. Absolutely. <laughs> and of course, this is the year of the sea in Wales. So it's a perfect time to taste Welsh seafood. Well, we've got a huge choice. We've got 750 miles of coastline, uh, and we've got a selection of the big fish, if you like, and then seafood. Mm. So as far as the big fish is concerned, we've got mackerel, sea bass, cod, gurnard. We've got a special um, fish called a suin, which is like a sea trout. Uh, My uncle used to go fishing every summer, and we used to have 
you in with new potatoes, runner beans and beetroot. And I can still remember that lovely summer food. Do you know what? So, and then so did I. Tea, sorry. <laughs> so did I. My, my dad was a big uh, uh, salmon and uh, sea trout uh, fisherman. So we used to have exactly <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was just such a lovely meal. It takes me right back. We used to go to Aberystwyth yeah, by the sea every summer. And that, that you know, food, food does that. It's like food nostalgia can take you back, can't it, to a Absolutely, certain time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then we have amazing seafood. Um, so we've got the lava bread with cockles. So cockles are small clams, and we tend to serve those together. We've got lovely mussels from North Wales, from the Menai Straits. We've got lobster from Cardigan Bay, crabs, etc. So if you like fish, mm. come to Wales. We've got shed loads of it. Oh, gosh. I'm going to be salivating throughout this part of the show, I think. <laughs> it got me going. Tell us about some other traditional Welsh dishes. Well, we have uh, a huge selection of cheese in Wales. We've got about 100 different kinds of cheeses. Wow. And one of our most famous dishes is Welsh rarebit. Uh, mm. Now, Welsh rarebit is basically posh cheese on toast. <laughs> so you take uh, one of our lovely Welsh cheddars, uh, you grate it, you add some flour, a little bit of Welsh beer, some mustard and a little bit of leeks, very important, our national emblem. You kind of melt that down into a paste and then you spread it on a piece of toast and put it under the grill. So it's a really simple, uh, delicious dish. Uh, another one uh, is cowl. So cowl is our traditional, most famous dish. And it's normally made with lamb, but it can be made with beef or chicken or ham. And it's very similar to pot au feu in France or Eintopf in Germany. It's, it's a dish where you use cheap cuts of meat because lots of people couldn't afford the more expensive cuts of meat. Uh, and you cook it for a long time, so you get lots of the flavour, and you add lots of lovely vegetables. And you can also make, because it's here at the sea, a seafood cowl as well. So it's a very versatile dish. Fantastic. And the Welsh love tea time too. We do. Nothing like a nice <laughs> cup of tea. Pan is a dear, we say in Welsh. Um, I would say that the two best cakes to have, first of all, is Welsh cakes. Um, so lots of people in Wales couldn't afford an oven, so lots of the cooking was done over the open fire. So lots of the savoury dishes were made in big cauldrons. And then we have a griddle, which is where we used to make biscuits or pancakes or turnovers. And Welsh cakes are small little round cakes that are cooked very quickly on the griddle. They're kind of crunchy on the outside and then deliciously melt in the mouth uh, in the middle. They're made normally with so flour, butter and eggs and sugar, but sultanas or currants with a little bit of spice. And you have to have them warm off the griddle with your pan de deer. And then barra brief. is, barra means bread in Welsh, and brief means speckled. And this is a recipe where you have basic, basically a fruit loaf or a fruit cake. Mm. Uh, you soak the mixed fruit in tea the night before so it's nice and moist, and then you make this fruit cake. And the law is you have to have Welsh butter on it. Oh, mm. lovely. <laughs> Both Rob and I are going, Welsh mm. butter. <laughs> We haven't even mentioned drinks yet. <laughs> oh, well, so we're a beer-producing right. nation and countries. We've got lots of beers. We've got big breweries, microbreweries. But we're also very well known for the cider. Uh, cider traditionally was uh, very well known in the southeast area of Wales. And we've got about 40 craft cider producers now in Wales uh, making cider with lovely Welsh apples. Uh, they also make a drink called Perry, which is cider made with pear. Uh, we have wine. A lot of people are surprised that we have wine. Uh, we have about 20 vineyards. 
Uh, we make white wine, uh, sparkling wine, rosé. Not many make red wine, uh, but the sparkling wine in particular, the terroir here is very similar to champagne, so the quality of the wine is, is winning lots and lots of awards. So definitely worth trying when you come here. Wow, OK, I've added that one to my list. And we can find, <laughs> if you want to try all this, this wonderful food, well, that, that's really where your company, Loving Welsh Food, comes in. Well, hopefully, uh, we offer food tours. So I do a selection of tours. I do walking, tasting tours uh, around Cardiff, the city centre, and Cardiff Bay. So Cardiff has two areas, if you like. And the whole idea is that we get to try some traditional Welsh foods as we walk around the city. We go to cafes, markets, restaurants, bars, etc. But you also get to, to see the city. So I talk about the city, a little bit of the history, obviously the food and drink, point out the best places to the restaurants, etc., and where to go for some sightseeing. But also a chance to, to meet someone who lives in Cardiff. I'm a Cardiff girl, uh, but to get to know the city through its food and drink. And this is the perfect combination for me of, of, of seeing a place, meeting people and tasting the cuisine. Well, I have to say, I have had a lot of Canadians on my tour. They're always mm. fantastic. What, what is really nice, people on a food tour are, are curious about mm. different foods and drinks. They like to meet new people. Uh, they like to find out about a place. And so it's always, um, I think, as well as the food and drink and getting to know a place, meeting other people is always a big part of the tour. Yeah. And, and Rob, I mean, Sean's uh, food tours are obviously a wonderful way of, of, of tasting the cuisine, but there are so many restaurants throughout uh, Wales as well. Oh, goodness me, yes. Um, like I mentioned earlier, um, you can go to a nice little cafe by the seaside or in the countryside um, to Michelin-style restaurants. So there's every cuisine to suit every taste and every pocket, basically. But, you know, from the small little homemade cakes in these local cafes to the renowned Michelin-style restaurants, the taste and the cuisine and the pockets, and it's going to suit every single traveller, basically. So there's everything for all. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much, uh, Sean. Sean Roberts, Director of Loving Welsh Food, for seducing our taste buds and giving us another reason to come to Wales. Thanks, Sean. Pleasure. Come and see us soon. Oh, you bet. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that Welsh rabbit. My mum, my mum, just to, to, to digress for a second, my mum was a hopeless cook. I loved her dearly, but oh. she, she was terrible. But the one thing that she could do so well was Welsh rabbit. <laughs> so... Oh, it's a very easy recipe. Lots of Welsh recipes are. Very easy Absolutely. and delicious. Yeah, terrific. You can find all the information on the cuisine of Wales as well as lots of restaurant recommendations at visitwales.com. Coming up, we're going to find out about 11 unique sleeps for the Year of the Sea in Wales. Croeso is the Welsh word for welcome. Welcome to our epic shores. We've been preparing, imagining how you would discover us on a kayak or a sailboat, cruising through our coastal communities, past beaches and inlets, and bottlenose dolphins in the harbour. And it's all been leading to this, to 2018, our year of the sea. It's time to find your epic at visitwales.com. Welcome to the coastline of Wales. Now what's Welsh for thank you? Now's the best time to buy a new furnace. Call 1-844-ENERCARE and get a free Premier Air Conditioner when you buy a select Premier Furnace and pay for installation. Offer available for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. Making homes healthy because we Enercare.
The following is a paid announcement. Doug Ford says he's for the people, but all people or just a few. He wants to give over $5 billion of tax cuts to big corporations, but cut health care and education and fire 40,000 people, mostly teachers and nurses. He'll restrict a woman's right to choose. And he made a secret deal with the biggest developers to pave over our greenbelt until he got caught. Doug Ford isn't for the people. He's for the 1% of people, just not you. Authorized by the Ontario Liberal Party. Pharmacists offer more than just pills. So much more, in fact, that fitting everything into 30 seconds is going to be a stretch. <clears throat> they can make sure your medication is safe for you and that the dose is correct. They can give you a flu shot, help you quit smoking, check and track your blood pressure, help you manage your diabetes and your asthma, prevent medication interactions, give you advice on over-the-counter products, vitamins, and natural health remedies, explain how to use health care aids, take back expired and unused medications, and dispose of them safely. And that's just off the top of my head. Learn more at opatoday.com. Brought to you by the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Hey, you know that new Ford truck or SUV you've had your eye on, but still deciding on the right time to buy? Well, there's no reason to wait anymore. With the Your Ford Right Now event on until May 28th, get rebates of up to $4,000 on select new 2018 SUVs and $10,500 on select new 2018 trucks, plus an additional $1,000 for eligible Costco members. Get behind the wheel of your Ford right now, but only until May 28th. So hurry and head to your local Ford store today. Hi, I'm Naz. And I'm Wally. Join us for the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Sports Radio for Zoomers. Meaning we say the name Mahavlich, and you don't say who, you ask which one. Call in to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio. For a limited time, order the really big deal. Pizzaville's three-topping 18-inch extra-large pizza plus 16 chicken poppers or wings for only $29.99. And friends will call you the real deal. Dial Pizzaville at pound 3636 from your cell phone. Now's the best time to buy a new furnace. Call 1-844-ENTERCARE and get a free premier air conditioner when you buy a select premier furnace and paper installation. Offer available for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. Making homes healthy because we enter care. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Visit Wales. What the world needs now is more of the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Where can you sleep in a shepherd's hut? Out in the Gower Peninsula in South Wales. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, where this week we're exploring Wales, which is so very different from the rest of the UK. Wales has its own language, culture and cuisine, and it offers its visitors very diverse and authentic experiences. You can relax on a traditional bucket-and-spade seaside vacation. You can plunge into history and legends that date from the time of King Arthur. You can visit coal mines or castles or the fabulous scenery of Snowdonia. As well as the shepherd's huts that I mentioned, you can stay in a cottage or a pub, a spa, a castle, an elegant manor house hotel and more. And helping us get the best vacation options in Wales is Rob Jones, who is International Media Relations Executive for Visit Wales. So, Rob, give us some vacation ideas for Canadians wanting to visit Wales, and perhaps we should start with the new touring routes that help us explore Wales. Yes, um, this year we saw the launch of the Wales Way, um, highlighting three car routes um, around Wales. We've got the Cambrian Way um, going through the heart of Wales along the A470. We've got the Coastal Way as well, going along the A44 along the 
coastline of Wales, just to the west of Wales. And we've got the North Wales um, Way as well, highlighting the A55. Um, along those routes, what we're trying to do is to get people travelling, but not to stay on the routes, obviously to see and stay and visit all those different places, but go off the beaten track, what yeah. there is to see and do off those roads as well. Like if you want to go and visit the, the, the coastline or when you are going through mid-Wales, for instance, go off track a little bit and go and see some um, stately homes, stay at nice hotels, go and visit a little cafe or farmer's market, etc. Um, so it's just a, um, a route for people to um, go out and explore a bit more by car. Perfect. The Wales Coastal Path, of course, is a must-do for, for any hikers out there and you can pick and choose smaller stretches along the way, can't you? You don't have to do the whole thing. Oh, no. If you are an adventurous, obviously you won't be able to do it in a week, um, the 870-mile coastline. But you can choose segments of it, even if you want to do the Isle of Anglesey, for instance, or maybe the Sheen Peninsula up in North Wales, or going down onto the Gower Peninsula, or um, etc. There are also companies as well, if you are a keen walker, but you don't fancy carrying your backpack or suitcase with you, that will be able to take your suitcases to your next hotel, or B&B, uh, or yurt, or whatever, and so you can walk for maybe about 10 miles a day and then to your next accommodation. Um, so you set off about nine o'clock in the morning. You are given maps and guides and then you walk the, the, the route uh, to arrive at your next destination where your bags will be. So it takes the hassle and the worry about um, carrying backpacks, mm, etc. So that service is there for yes, exactly. And then so the, all that is there for you, um, and also you you're provided with maps and guides. So there's no way that you're going to get lost. Oh. We hope anyway. Well, you know, getting lost in Wales though is a delight in itself. So well, of it. course, of course, <laughs> by getting lost anywhere, I suppose, but especially Wales, yeah. you do discover those little hidden gems as well, and something you might find that you wouldn't have come across before. Yeah, I mean, everything is so authentic in Wales. Like the sea side towns for instance are great places to, to live like a local oh totally if, if you're going to like these small little seaside um, towns you get to meet the locals in the local pubs and restaurants and cafes etc and you get to f get their feel and their understanding of what it is to like to live in the area and also they'll be able to provide you with some sort of myths and legends mm. or give you some sort of little secrets maybe off the beaten track that are not on the tourism routes um, so getting to meet the locals is a, a great assets to any holiday I think um, and you get to understand the area that you're in a bit more as well so yeah. I would definitely recommend if you are travelling around Wales go into those little towns and villages um, and to explore and get chatting to the local locals you know you'll find a bit more and who knows you might go home with a new pal pal <laughs> and the, those locals might well direct you to another one of the hidden treasures I think of, of Wales which are the little islands off the coast Oh, totally. Um, for instance, if you were down in on the Fleen Peninsula, down Naberdaron, um, there's little boats that sail out every day. They can go on Zubazi Island, mm. the, the island of 20,000 saints. You can spend the day exploring the natural um, wildlife there, for instance. Or even if you're down in Tenby, you take a boat ride over to Caldy Island, um, where it, it, uh, uh, monks live, and they do their um, perfume and 
riders, etc. Um, they are of the silent order, so you won't be able to answer questions to them. But it's a nice little neat thing to do. Just spend some time on all the little islands around Wales, especially if you are uh, interested in wildlife and mm. flora and fauna, etc. Yeah, my, my island that I want to go to that's on my list is Skoma to, to go and see the puffins. Oh. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. There are tours that you can take, boat tours. You can either um, sail around the island or you can go off and spend the day on the island seeing all the different wildlife and bird life, etc. there as well. So if you are into your wildlife, you'd be have died and gone to heaven, basically. <laughs> Basing yourself in Cardiff is probably quite a good option, isn't it, for, for seeing whales? Yes, for instance, Cardiff is our capital city. It's two hours away from London. So if you're getting the train from London City, um, from Paddington, you'll be in Cardiff within two hours. And Cardiff, um, it's not a large city, but there's so much to do, do and, and see and explore. Um, and you can do that by foot. For instance, we've got our um, Principality Stadium where a lot of rugby and football matches take place and pop concerts. There's a Card- Cardiff Castle, which is right in the middle of the centre. Um, it has the best shopping outside of Europe as well. Um, you can go take a bike tour. You can go down to Cardiff Bay, where we have our Millennium Centre, our own very opera house. They have every cuisine down in Cardiff Bay as well um, that you're interested. So if you wanted an Indian, Turkish, Italian... Um, etc. You'll always find that as well. And there's a great walks as well from the city going along the traffic trail if you want to walk or go by bicycle etc. And obviously as Sean mentioned earlier there is the Loving Welsh food. So if you mm. want to go on a tour just learn about the history and heritage uh, and culture of Cardiff and also the cuisine you can do that as well. And so many ac- and- accommodation options too. Oh, if you want to go and stay in a backpacking or if you want to go and stay in five-star luxury hotels, there's that to cater for everybody's needs, basically. So whatever your pocket, um, you'll find it in Cardiff and throughout the whole of Wales, basically. There's something for all. Fantastic. Now, let's get practical uh, in terms of visiting Wales from, from Canada. What's your advice about flights from Canada? Well, basically, um, you can get direct flights um, into London Heathrow. Um, you can also, if you wanted to go via Ireland or into Schiphol in Amsterdam, you can do exchange flights there, so it'll get into Schiphol, and which will fly you directly into um, Cardiff. Or you can take flights um, directly um, into Manchester or going via Heathrow if you want to go to the northern part of Wales as well. Right. So... Um, Coming into like Heathrow, and you can catch a train then to come into Cardiff to do the south, or you'd fly up into Manchester to discover the northern part of Wales. But saying that, you can do tour the whole of Wales and maybe fly into, say, um, Manchester and fly out of Heathrow yeah, to it's, discover the whole of Wales. It's very, very easy. And, and you know, uh, us Canadians get used to such vast distances. Well, the distances involved here are very small. So when I came to see you last, Rob, I think it took me a couple of hours just to pick up a rental car in, in Heathrow and, and drive across to, uh, to Cardiff. Exactly, exactly. So by the time you land, you know, within sort of three hours, you would be in Wales by the time you picked up your hire car yeah. or even by the time you made your train um, connection, you'd be in um, any destination within Wales, basically. Um, And then, you know, Wales is your oyster. And if you don't feel comfortable driving yourself around uh, Wales, then a tour can be a great option. Have you got some ideas for for those? There's many, many tour companies um, within um, Canada that offer tours to Wales. Um, So if you just look onto our website um, and look for tours, there's names of the tour companies within Canada that do offer different 
those tours to Wales, um, whether if you want to do adventure tours or just general sightseeing tours. Um, so it, it takes the worry and the hassle out of it. All, all you have to do is they book your flights, they book your accommodation, the tour, you have a service of the tour guide, etc. So it's like a hassle-free way of travelling, basically. So have a look at our website and um, look at tours and you can get all those information of tour operators that are based out in Canada. Perfect. And what is that website? One last time. The website to visit is www.visitwales.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rob, for opening our eyes to all that Wales has to offer. And I really can't wait to go back, visit some of those islands that we were talking about and soak up the history and reacquaint myself with the friendly Welsh people. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome, and there's a Croeser Canas waiting for everybody, which is a very Welsh warm welcome awaiting everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. Do visit chrisrobinsontravelshow.com for more information on Wales as well, and my travel notes will help you plan the trip. And check out Wales in the Destination section, as well as my blog and my links to Facebook and Pinterest from my uh, last trip to Wales. I'll be back next week with another vacation destination. So in the meantime, I'm not going to try and pronounce that Welsh, (laughs) but bon voyage and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with news and views from the world of travel. I attended a 2018 Canadian Music Week event in Toronto a few days ago and saw an advanced screening of Brand USA's second IMAX film called America's Musical Journey. This follows the success of their film last year on America's national parks. This year's film, again narrated by Morgan Freeman, takes us on a rollicking, feel-good tour of America's rich musical heritage with chart-topping artist Aloe Black. From New Orleans to New York, from Detroit to Miami, it's a wonderfully immersive experience full of stunning imagery and great music of all kinds, from jazz to hip-hop. I really recommend seeing this when it opens next month at the IMAX screen in the Ontario Science Centre. And do remember to bring your dancing shoes with you. European financial technology company TransferWise is planning a Canadian launch next year for its borderless debit MasterCard, which allows users to hold and spend a balance in multiple currencies with lower fees than traditional banks. The card, which was launched in the UK and the Eurozone this month, is useful for snowbirds in particular who spend lots of time outside of Canada. It certainly seems like an age since traveller's checks were the way to go. A quick update on Canada Jetline's launch. This latest ultra-low-cost carrier has provided an update on its aircraft acquisition, and so it now looks like it could be the end of the year before the airline takes flight. When it does get off ground, it faces ultra-low-cost competition from Flair Airlines, already operating with several gateways across Canada, and WestJet's Swoop, which is scheduled to launch next month. The deal of the week is an invitation to travel with me to the heart of Europe on a very attractively priced Viking River cruise on the River Danube in April 2019. This European River Cruise package has been specially created by Discount Coach Tours with Viking Cruises. Almost everything is included in the price from return flight to the cruise itself to five different countries. The cruise is called the Danube Waltz and departs April 23rd, 2019, returning a week later on May 1st. Best of all, there's a very special all-inclusive price for travel show listeners. It's a splendid opportunity to try river cruising for the first time at a really great price. 
Details are on a special website at vikingoffer.ca. Next week on The Travel Show, we are mixing laid-back, toes-in-the-sand, beach-bumming with spectacular scuba diving, adding in a dash of Mayan ruins, undisturbed rainforest, unique indigenous culture and colourful wildlife, and we'll have a vacation cocktail that is totally irresistible. We'll be travelling to the up-and-coming destination of Honduras. And this specific vacation cocktail is an idyllic island just off the northern coast of Honduras in the Western Caribbean. It's called Roatan, and it's the most populated of the three main islands that make up the Bay Islands. Long known to divers as one of the top dive destinations in the Caribbean, Roatan is now being discovered by vacationers looking for somewhere a little different, a little off the beaten track, yet with all the convenience of direct flights and all-inclusive resorts. Air Transat offers non-stop flights there and feature a range of accommodation offering kickback and relax all-inclusives, dive packages, beach and water sports and many restaurant choices. So do drop in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this next show and while you're there, you can listen to my personal invitation to accompany me to Europe on the Danube River Cruise with Viking in April next year. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday or Sunday at 11am here on Zuma Radio as we discover Roatan in the Caribbean on The Chris Robinson Travel Show.